Welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio, your unofficial guide to navigating the airwaves. I'm Miles. And I'm Sinead. <gasps> it's Sinead! Who me. the fuck are you? Hey, rude. <laughs> yeah, I'm rude now. Yeah, oh, yeah. and I'm, I've got a gun. No. Okay, well, Sinead's got a gun. Sinead, would you like to introduce yourself <laughs> to the people listening? I'm Miles's friend. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Those are my credentials. <laughs> <laughs> do you do anything else apart from being Miles's friend? I do art. Oh, oh, that's fantastic. And I do a uni degree. I'm doing a uni. With my friends. <gasps> We're not friends. Oh, my okay. business associate. <laughs> I <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, so today we decided, because uh, Mars is a, uh, feeling a little bit under the weather, mm. feeling not great mental health-wise, uh, we're going to do a little Wasteland Baby, little album sort of discuss. Wasteland not a review, because we're not qualified. We're yeah, not baby. qualified. Wasteland Baby! Wait, can Wasteland we say baby. it at the same time? Three, we- two, one. Wasteland, Wasteland Baby! baby. Oh, that's unusable audio. Unusable audio. I'm so sorry. Energies. So, energies. 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 Energy. You Listeners can't-, can't see this, but we are wiggling our fingers at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Deeply oh. upsetting. Okay. <clears throat> so. Mm-hmm. Oh, before anything. Who are we going to go see in a month and a bit? Oh, who are we going to see in undisclosed location? <laughs> in an undisclosed day. In an undisclosed day. We're going to go see the Bog himself. We're going to go see Captain Bog. <laughs> Hosea! Yeah, I, I mentioned a couple episodes back that I'm now um, in my cocoon waiting to be hatched for Hosea. Um, <laughs> to become a <laughs> fully realized being of pure light. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to experience it together. Energy. Energy. Uh, <laughs> in other words, uh, we got a $40 Airbnb. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I am overprepared and I made everything in the same location. Everything's a block away. Yep. Yep. I we're can't we're kind of hell. We are. It's fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> anyway, I'm very excited. But I thought it was interesting. I think it was yesterday or the day before mm-hmm. that you were talking about, oh, I wonder how I'm going to feel about the music when we go up to see him because in what like a month and a half Mm. maybe six weeks Mm -hmm. oh that's hell to think about um (laughs) and because it's the same as uh you were comparing it to mitski and Mm. how some of the tracks like pearl you weren't initially like super into but then grew to like and i thought that was interesting yeah it took me a while it wasn't that i didn't like it it's just very much that i listened to it and my brain was like ah that's a song yes but then i listened to other ones (laughs) correct correct that's a song but then i listened to other ones and i was like "Ooh, i really really enjoy this one and then it took ages for me to finally get into pearl and then i was like yeah of course this is a bop Mm. and i feel like that's the exact same energy with me with the hosier stuff yeah i feel like because some songs you really do have to listen to it absolutely again and again yeah yeah i yeah for instance i love all the songs that he came out with uh as his like what do you call it like his flavor sample ep (laughs) yeah his his ep i don't i don't review music (laughs) i mean neither do i (laughs) all technicalities i guess i do no it's um we've talked about the differences there aren't any of like a mixtape and an album and a debut and a debut and all that sort of stuff but like his debut album and then his ep nina cried power Yeah, so I like all the songs that he came out on the EP, but I haven't had time to really sit down and emotionally comprehend the rest of the song. I know what you mean. Like like a dark room, (laughs) headphones out. (laughs) Just out for like an hour and a half, fully. (laughs) Headphones out, my heart in it. 
Anyway. Clit for hosier. <laughs> okay, so I suppose I'm going to go first. You can sort of yeah. get a bit of a lead in. Thank you. Is that um, I chose – so we already recorded the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be weird temporarily. I, it was so weird recording yesterday and being like, After the so fact. this is the second half that we're recording first. Um, but uh, so I chose a different song that I won't spoil. Um, yeah, I completely Bye-bye. spoiled it to you. But yeah, you did. Because I have no self-control. Who gives a shit? We're friends. Um, <laughs> energy. 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 Every time you do that, I'm scared you're going to scratch me with your witch nails. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and they're, not that, they're not that bad this week. Um, so, my first song that I'm bringing mm. to talk a little bit more about Wasteland Baby. Uh, Wasteland Baby. With, uh, Wasteland Baby. <laughs> Wait. Wasteland, Wasteland Baby. Baby. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Okay, sorry, go on. Uh, Yeah, so the song I'm I'm bringing is To Noise Making in brackets sing. Oh, okay. Um, And so I had a moment where Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, and so Sinead's going to come over and we're going to talk about this and this. And then I paused and I was like, what are we going to do when we have to listen to the song? Mm. And I think it would be pretty grim if we just sat there in silence looking at each other we're already very intimate when recording this podcast we're so close. and just hi 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 energy <laughs> oh mom texted <laughs> hey how you going thanks Linda I'm going really well uh, I'm your, I'm, a side I'm note son. a side note while I bring up Spotify on my phone uh one time I was in an hour and a half call with Shanae that deep at least um, and then mum, I, I was like, I was like, oh, do you want to talk to Sinead? And held it up and I chatted for a moment. And then mum was like, why is that Sinead's name in your phone? And I forgot that I named you Shit King. Oh. <laughs> do you know what your name is in my phone? Little piss boy. Miles. Because we're true friends. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, <laughs> do you want to give this song a little listen? Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You don't have to sing it right. Who could call you wrong? Put your emptiness to melody, your awful heart to song. You don't have to sing it nice, but honey, sing it strong. At best, you'll find a little remedy. At worst, the world will sing along. So, honey, sing. What do you think? I liked it. I mean, um, it, it, that was that was one of the songs in the EP, wasn't it? No, this one wasn't on the EP. Uh, what was on the EP? It was Nina Cried Power, mm. Shrike, No One Fucks With My Baby. And what the fuck was the other one? Was it Movement? Was it Movement? It wasn't Movement. Movement was a single, I think. So was this a single? Because I've definitely heard baby. it before. I've definitely heard it baby. before. Um like a few days ago. I should have done I think I may have that's, that's okay. Uh, I think I may have heard it as like a uh, I think he may have performed it. That honestly might be it like for yeah. a Spotify special or something. Yeah. Might have done that. Ahem. So, now we're going to get into the man himself, Andrew. Andrew Hosier. What is it? Hosier Brian? I didn't write it down cuz I'm a bastard. Uh wait. <laughs> what if I did write it down? Yeah, Burn. It's B-Y-R-N-E. I don't know how to say that. It's so weird Burn. that he has a name. Burn. I know. It's weird that Hosey is his last name. And, like, it isn't made up. That's you know, up. That's like, like up. It's like if my last name was Rabdoidal. You have a cool last name, though. Miles. Thank you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Lazarus. Yeah, they absolutely. Call, they call me Miles Miles. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to get into a little bit of Hosey lore here. <clears throat> so in my opinion... 
Hosier does a few different things with his music. Uh, the four main categories, in my opinion, that you can grade all Hosier songs on are horny, death, Catholicism, and politics. Uh, and so for the first song, I was like, I gotta pick at least one of these categories. Mm. Second song, at least one of these categories. Second one is a bit more, um, death and maybe a little bit of Catholicism. Hmm. This one horny. This one horny. This one horny. This one horny. Uh, <laughs> Cause like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's something about, like, I don't know the energy of it. It's also very, um, Wolfpack to me. Like, it's very, like, uppy. Yes. It's a lot more upbeat than he usually goes. And it's like, a, it's not poppy, but it's like something. I was going to say that when you played it. I was mm. like, wow, you picked the happiest sounding song that he, on his, <laughs> on his, on the new album, as far yeah. as I can tell. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is, definitely. Um, I just, yeah, I, I think Sing's a really interesting song because it is very different from a lot of his other songs. Even like I'm calling it the horny category when it's not overtly horny. <laughs> like, um, oh, what's a really overtly? Oh, like, um, uh, Diners and Diatribes or whatever it is. Like yes. the Getting Pegged song. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't. Don't react. If you laugh, I laugh. <laughs> This is why we can't record together. Um, but I really like it. So, uh, so Sing is about two people who have fallen out of love and the metaphor being that the other person doesn't sing anymore and doesn't feel passionate anymore. And the lyrics point to it being that the person doesn't feel love or like boldness anymore. Like to some extent, like they just sort of feel blase or like grayed out less than what they were before. But I think it's interesting that it's unclear if Hosier is talking about someone else or himself. Because it kind of gives off the energy of, like... Energy. Energy. Um, of, like, maybe... Because he took such a long break in between albums. Mm. Uh, and he did come back with a good, fun, fresh flavor that really helped continue on from the album while still adding to it, the first one. Um, but I think it's interesting. And I think uh, if you decided to take that interpretation of he's talking about himself not being able to put his heart to melody and his awful heart to song or whatever the shit uh i think that's an interesting interpretation that is actually that's really interesting especially Mm -hmm. since that feels very much like a coming out of a funk song yeah yeah oh yeah when you're depressed and you get up one day and you're like feeling okay like your meds kicked in (laughs) (laughs) sorry it's it is a it's a particular kind of mood yeah it's um it's not like you're happy but you're definitely very awake yeah and you're doing things or when you've been in a funk for a really long time i get mm. this because i i go through art funks for a very mm. long time some might say that you've never not been <laughs> yeah um and it's very hard for me because i used to be such a big part of my identity yeah absolutely and um, when you when mm. something is such a big part of like who you are and who you present to other people mm. and you just have a moment of like don't feel like it then everyone's like who are you yeah why aren't you doing it anymore and you're like i don't fucking know to the point where it kind of confuses me knowing new people that don't know i can do art and i'm like that's i've never actually considered that Mm. that's really fucking weird Mm. huh because it's been that long um mars just texted me so we're doing it live (laughs) (laughs) oh mars sent a snapchat mars we talk over snapchat oh Um, oh that's why you text that's why you text shanae doesn't um i'm too cool for shanae doesn't like snapchat (laughs) and i feel so bad no one's too cool for snapchat because our friend nathan is always oh it's a a video oh 
<laughs> anyway, serious talk about art. Yeah, <laughs> getting into um, funk. When you're in, when you're an artist, or when you're depressed, or anything like that, you go through huge funk, and then um, sometimes you just snap out of it. I've definitely mm. had periods where I'm like, oh, I want to. I always feel like I want to do it. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm just exhausted in a way that's very, very specific. I know. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of um. I feel like the terms like writer's block or artist block doesn't really capture the full scope mm. of getting into a particular funk because you can still want to do it when you're in a funk, and like there are still aspects of you wanting and needing to do it, but it's this very specific feeling that like it's really hard to describe. Yeah. Uh, and coming out of it, it's sort of like well, it is. It is very similar to depression. That's why people with depression get it. Is that like everything seems sort of nothing for such a long time that when something happens, you're like, well, where the fuck was I? Yeah. Like, oh, Jesus. I think that really embodies this song. Yeah. A very like, oh. I, I think so. I feel like that note of just, oh, is this yeah. entire song. Absolutely. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. And I get that. I think that's why I really like that it's the most upbeat song. Mm. It's the most upbeat and most like, yeah, interesting to analyze in that sense. Uh, and I wrote down, I, I really like the pre-chorus. I think it's good. Uh, <laughs> just like the, uh, the way he changes notes from like the... Uh, what is it? Uh, put your emptiness to melody, and he goes like emptiness to melody, and he goes like all over the place mm. in his register. But it's like really like robotic, yeah. weirdly. And you're like, whoa, Hosey, I didn't know you could do that. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, I I really enjoy that, and I think it really hooks you in. Like, I would not be surprised if this was one of the most popular tracks on the album, like most radio played track mm. apart from movement which um you're gonna bring up next if you would like to talk a little oh, bit about movement. i thought we were gonna because i was gonna say about um i was gonna say about energy. it energies is that yes because we, we've both kind of brought up the most popular songs i yeah. feel like i feel like nina cried yeah. power is in its own different realm Ni- nina cried power is very like political like so like i can't even describe how excellent it is it's like a power ballad yeah it's fucking excellent. Yeah. But continue. Oh, um, was I was gonna say that I feel like, for instance, I feel like there should be a mum scale and everything. Can you introduce the, the Brian David yeah. Gilbert mum scale? Can, Hell yeah. Can you introduce Linda? <laughs> can get your ass in here. It would be amazing to introduce a mum scale into this podcast purely because I wish mum scales were in everything. Yes. <laughs> To know how much a mum loved it, because this song and like your song specifically, hundred and twenty percent a mum song. It is, but yeah. My my counterpoint is that there are two sort of like generalized types of mum, and it's mums and then goth mums. <laughs> mums that have taste would be what they would. Mums that only listen to like Akadaka or like any sort of metal or like Australian specific like. Uh, like silver chair, mm. uh, cold chisel sort of stuff. Like this yeah. is very specific to Australia, but like that sort of mom. It's your mom. It's Job's mom. It's my mom. It's like the punk metal mm. rock. Yes, ha- maybe had kids too early. Maybe not. Probably has a tattoo. <laughs> but my mom is also Wiccan. But she also is a subcategory of loves. Uh, she doesn't like listening to sad music anymore. That's true. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. like sad music. So she her favorite her favorite song when Macklemore's Uptown was is it called A Downtown. It's called Downtown. Downtown. <laughs> yeah, because Nathan yeah. played it for like two months straight. And I was like, that's the biggest mum thing. We love Macklemore. I, I know what you mean. Biggest mum thing Nathan's ever done. <laughs> um <laughs> Amongst many. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll introduce my song. Yeah. Oh. Did you want to play I it? it. I well, well, yeah. <laughs> Did you want to play it purely? It's it's the most popular song though. Besides, but it's really song. good. Yeah. Is the thing. So yes. I can recall something that's gone from me When you move, honey, I'm putting all Something so flawed and free So I picked Movement um, for two reasons. One, I picked Movement because it's one of his most popular slash famous albums from the release. And two, that it makes reference to his – it actually makes reference to one of his most popular songs ever, which would be Take, Take Me to Church. church. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know this. Sorry, I didn't – you didn't warn you like, that what? this bit was happening. So it's cooperative. <laughs> In 2015, a video was released of a ballet dancer by the name of uh, Sergei Polin. And in the video, um, like he danced beautifully to Take Me to Church, to the point where if you just look up Take Me to Church dance or Take Me to Church ballet, immediately the first result. 26 million views. Yeah, Damn. since 2015, so it's pretty impressive. But Hosea saw this video and was just enthralled by it. Mm. Loved it. You've probably seen it. It's I a- haven't. Really? Yeah. I'm well, a we can we can watch it later. <gasps> we are. Yeah. Um. But in a interview with NPR, Hosea revealed that he was incredibly influenced by that video when producing and creating the song Movement to the point where he has a line in the song that literally references to the ballet dancer. And that the music video uh, yeah, is the ballet dancer. Has him in it. That is incredible, yeah. isn't it? I, I loved watching the music video for Movement so much. Mm. I think it, it is so fucking pretty and weird and graphic yeah. and sort of disturbing in a way that isn't like – it's not gory or bloody or really violent but it's, like, emotionally very distressing. Yeah, because he's, like, dancing against himself. It's, like, himself and then, like, a lighter version of himself and a darker version of himself. You sort of wonder if it's, like, is this a representation of abuse or is it, like, heaven and hell? Like, is this sin? Is this Catholicism? (laughs) Going back to the... The four elements of Hosea. <laughs> well, I feel like this one in the four elements of Hosea that you brought up. So there was Catholicism. I feel like this has a bit of horny and a bit touch of, of horny, a touch of horny and a touch of Catholicism in it. Um, I feel like in the way that it just feels so. Um, I don't want to say the word epic really loosely. No, but, but in the traditional in the sense traditional of the sense. Word. Yeah, for instance, the song like build- an epic. Yeah, for instance, like as most songs, they build up and then have like the big yes mm. conclusion. But his song like feels almost like a conclude. Sorry, <laughs> his song almost feels like a geyser near the end of it yeah. when they go like it just hits really hard. Yeah, um, and he does that with quite a lot of his really hard hitting songs. Mm-hmm. But the line where he references the ballet dancer, he says, "Your s." Um, Colin Leapin is a line. That's fun. Yeah. Sorry if I'm butchering that name. Anyway. Um, yes, Colin Leapin. And yeah. then is it all Fred Astaire in sequence? Yes. Okay. Um, but also, I think, thank you. <laughs> You've transitioned it into good because um, I wanted to bring up the reference to different texts that he's oh, made in yeah. it. So there is Fred Astaire, there is the ballet dancer. So we've already got two. Um, he uses a lot of descriptive language, um, like widow, like willow tree and mm. stuff like that to describe movement, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, and oh, that's really pretty. That's yeah. Really pretty. 
It do- yeah, and to like imagine like a, a ballet esque dance to it. I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah, that makes that sense. fits perfectly. Yeah. I could just like imagine a ballet dancer dancing, and then like a literal geyser exploding behind yeah. them. And I'm like, that's oh, full cool. Mitski video clip. Yeah, bitch. complete. Like, under- yeah. <laughs> like underwater. Like yeah, really cool. Yeah. But um, he makes reference to the Hebrew prophet Jonah in from what's he from? Oh, the Book of Jonah. <laughs> What's that? Wait, is that Jonah in the Wild Jonah, or is that different Jonah? Um, there's, so many there's a lot of Jonahs. This is just the Hebrew prophet oh. from the Book of Jonah, and it's just uh, like Jonah on the ocean. And then he also makes reference to Greek mythology scripture, such as your Atlas in his sleeping, referring to the Titan Atlas, who was given punishment of carrying the entire universe on his shoulders for eternity. I think that's really interesting yeah. in terms of movement. So let's break this apart. Okay. So we have the ballet dancer, very mm. traditional movement. Yeah. Fred Astaire, um, one of one of the greatest classical dancers. Mm. Was he a, was he a swing dancer or was probably if it, like, it's the era a master of movement and very suave, very, like seen as very romantic, very I think like cheated on everyone. Like he had a lot of lovers, because <laughs> um, he was so beautiful and liquid and mm. then you have jonah who was on the ocean mm. and how water moves and you had the willow tree and you have all of these different things and an atlas yeah. carrying the world on his shoulders and how yeah. i think like that kind of comes full circle to a ballet dancer because yeah. of the stress that they put on their bodies mm. and like the fact that there is a still at least like i know there's different forms of ballet but like i i don't think um was it him antoff yeah. Like, okay. he's not super classical, but still to be a ballet dancer, like, into your 20s or 30s mm. is a strain on your body. Definitely. It's really hard. One thing that uh, I've always appreciated since I was a kid and my mom has, and I think even we've talked about this, mm-hmm. is, like, the utmost appreciation and aesthetic eye that I just love ballet and figure dances. It's so – like, there I, is something yeah. about the human brain – that just loves um sequenced movement that yes. like hits um god okay so we we, <laughs> we rewatched Yuri on Ice recently and I had the thought though I had the thought though because there was a moment in the show I can't like quote it directly because I wasn't prepared for this but um it was talking about how the main character managed to perfectly synchronize his movement to like the beats in the music mm. uh and how that like really mesmerized people and got people really into it mm. and I think that's definitely part of it like yeah. if you can nail doing choreography like exactly to the beat or like exactly to the tempo and especially with Hosio, someone who like goes through different like orchestral and like choir sort of arrangements and like like you were saying like the crescendo of it yeah when you can nail that i think it creates a really magical moment it is and it feels like uh Hosea has a really big way i feel like his internet presence people really often associate him bug boy yeah <laughs> he's a bug boy people associate him with like a romanticism like romantic almost feminine energy with how lovingly he mm-hmm. writes yeah it people, that's why everyone says he's a lesbian everyone calls him like lovingly like jokingly yeah. calls him a lesbian yeah. purely because he gives this energy of loving because just loving a lot and not even, like because <laughs> no man has ever loved a woman that much <laughs> But for instance, that's just true. For instance, in this song, like a, a big thing about Hosey's latest album is that he addressed that he didn't use specific pronouns for any song. Yeah, he tried like yeah. his most. To- There's like a couple where it's like she, and I think in the last song, Wasteland Baby, he says like when a girl loves a boy or something. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. But with this song, every person that he makes a reference to is male. 
Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. And okay. also, um, he speaks so lovingly. Gay energy. <laughs> Gay energy. Gay energy. <laughs> um, he speaks so lovingly of the person he's singing to. It's yeah. so nice. It's just this thing of like this utmost, like us talking about how much we love ballet dance is like just yeah. this utmost appreciation to I, oh, it's so someone's cool. movement. You're like, the form. Yeah. Mm. It, I, th- I think that's so cool that like he was both inspired by this ballet dancer and then like came up with all of these other examples of like these men and these people that like he's really admired. Yeah. And, and made this like really like, slightly horny still but like really interesting like romantic haunting like it's very like there's choir in the background and there's a lot of shit happening um i think that's really wonderful it is i think that's fantastic and now this podcast has become wonderful hi <laughs> hi every time i say wonderful on this podcast i'm like and that was wonderful uh no, so i think it's really interesting that you bring up the um the pronouns thing mm. Because I was thinking about this because when Take Me to Church came out, it was like a big radio hit. And I was like, oh, shit, this slaps, bitch. Because <laughs> everyone thought that because it does. Yeah. It still slaps. Like when you go back and re-listen to that album, you're like, oh, shit, it's Take Me to Church, bitch. <laughs> and it has the most beautiful, like, flourished lyrics and oh. most biblical energy in this, like, epic oh. way. And you're like, oh, there's even a reference to Murder them. horny. They, yeah. There's even a reference to starving people eating a horse in it. Yeah. And it's still romantic. It's still very horny. Yeah. There's, like, devotion to, a, to, like, a being outside of yourself. Um, and, and how the music video for that was um about this gay couple and, like, getting persecuted in that community. Mm. And that was a big thing. Like on the internet when that dropped, I think it was like 2014, whenever the album came out, yeah. I think it was the same year. And yeah, because it was this gay couple and they were getting persecuted because Hosey is very political. He's very politically minded. Uh, and he really gives a shit about it. But then all of a sudden people were asking, are you queer? Are you LGBT? Like, are you bisexual? Are you gay? Like those sorts of questions. Um, because like he made this music video and he was like, well, I don't think anyone needs to be a certain way to show support for a community yeah um like then later on uh with his song cherry wine which Mm. uh i think he's only recorded live versions of i believe at this point um he donated uh proceeds of the views from the music video i believe to a domestic abuse shelter yeah that's amazing um because he gives a shit (laughs) that's like the thing is that like and that's how i will phrase it is he gives a shit Mm. because he's irish so he's kind of like you know, sweary, and, like, I, I'll i talk about in a little bit about how he describes the theme of, the, of this album in a very Irish way. Um, but he gives a shit, and, and so I don't really like – like, I get why reporters were asking him about um, his identity, like, his sexual identity or whatever, or his gender identity. Um, but I'm glad that there's someone who, like, either isn't or is, like, being private about it, sort of, that is like, oh, no, I just, like, I love you guys. <laughs> like, I just – I love you. And, um, like, I think this was when the Irish referendum for uh, same-sex marriage was going through. So he was like, y'all fuckers better listen. Uh, yeah. So I think it's interesting that this album, he was like, I just won't use pronouns. I'm yeah. mad about it. <laughs> no, I think he's one of the perfect examples of someone who lived in a society that wasn't, um, like, someone just living in, like, a small place and being given, like, values and stuff and then being given the opportunity to have money and you're like mm-hmm. oh i have a voice and i have money yeah. and i'm gonna use it for things i think are important because i talked about this in the second half is that when the first album came out he didn't think it would be anywhere popular like he still doesn't understand why people liked it 
he's still like, what the f- okay, <laughs> interesting. Um, and, and that's why he was kind of awkward when doing live performances for a while because he just sort of expected to be a digital artist, like sort of smaller, more indie. Um, and he was sort of thrust in this limelight because of like how political and, and lovely he is. And I loved that he's stayed a really lovely guy even like reaching out to this dancer and writing a whole song about him he's so inspired by like people that love him um and all he ever does is like like he gave out his phone number so people could call him just like whenever they wanted and like he does reddit amas all the time and like he's a very like he just wants to talk to everyone i did not know about the phone number thing that's crazy what also like earlier i think it was today he was like What's up, guys? And he was just, like, replying to people that were replying to him, and he was just having conversations on Twitter. Yeah. He's one of those guys. There's, there's like, a famous post where he, he uploads a picture of his porridge and fruit. And <laughs> it's like, having porridge, lads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone tweeted at him before the album came out, like, a, two years ago, being like... Oh, because someone was like, where's the fucking album? And he was like... I'm going to eat my porridge first, and yeah. then I'll write an album. He was like, albums take many bowls of porridge to produce. <laughs> like, so cute. I'm like, oh. oh. And then because someone tweeted him like, oh, porridge season's over. Are you writing an album? He was like, yeah. Yeah. And then he like dropped like a couple, like I think it was um the, the Need to Cry Power uh, EP like a couple months later. That's crazy. That's how he fucking announced it. He was like, yeah, I'm writing an album. <laughs> <laughs> I like that because that means Jose and I eat porridge. <laughs> energy you're the worst energy. energy oh my gosh i oh my gosh guys jose eats porridge he's just like me anyway. I, and and like his uh recent i think when wasteland baby like the day before dropped like uh february 28th i guess yeah yeah, yeah. um he was on reddit doing a ama uh and someone asked him uh when's the best time to listen to wasteland baby and he was like whenever the feeling of dread creeps in baby <laughs> and i was like what are you talking about? It's also very weird that it's called Wasteland, comma, baby. baby exclamation point. <laughs> so I have a couple notes because Hosea came out with this little, um, oh, what was it called? Damn it. I think it was like just behind the album cover. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't know that his mum uh, painted both the first album cover and second album cover. Uh, which I think is incredible because if you look at it, it looks like a photo. Yeah, to the point where I'm actually getting my phone out now and looking that up because I didn't yeah. think there was a painting for the second one. What? Yeah, it's a painting. Oh. Um, you can see her doing the oil painting in her studio, uh, which I think is wonderful. And uh, it's really great because, like, uh, there's a very unique relationship between mother and son, I think, that, like, she painted him in this very, like, soft and loving way that – um. It was just really beautiful. Uh, so I was watching this video and it was behind the scenes of like, so they, yeah, they, it's cause they took reference photos and cause she paints in reference. Um, cause in the, like she changed styles over the years. I know. Sinead's giving me a look and I, I know, I know. I'm giving uh, Miles a look. You fucking zoom. Okay. So here. Yeah. You'll zoom in and you can see there, like he's painted on the stomach and painted over here on the hand. Wow. He is really, it's painted. It's painted. The look that um, I was giving Miles was one of like, utter disbelief i was like no that was a photo yeah uh and so yeah that's why like very specific things look the way that they do yeah because you can change it when you paint it obviously but um i uh wrote down like i did that thing where you're watching a video and you have to pause every two seconds to like write down like three words and then keep going so it took like 10 minutes to write like a paragraph you know what i mean (laughs) so 
This is uh, his mother, Rain. What an Irish. Of course, her name is Rain. I love her. Her son is Hosier. Of course. <laughs> her last name is Hosier. I know, but her son is Andrew. Okay, <clears throat> so this is a quote from Hosier's mama. In the various iterations of this painting, there were different levels of obscuring Andrew. Love that. But this one you see in front of you there, it has an image of public descent on his arm. So if you open up that picture again, oh, oh no. over on his hand. Okay. Sorry, one moment. Yeah, fine. Oh, I hope it doesn't try to make me buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jose, I can't do that. It's yeah, so over in his hand on the left there. Yeah. It's uh, She describes it as an image of public descent. Uh, and I think it's a graffiti or a fire bombing or I can't remember. Um, uh, and then on his chest, if you move over to his chest, oh. uh, migrants coming in on those flimsy boats that are kind of ubiquitous now. It spoke to that whole thing of we have to look out for each other. We have to stand up. We have to stand together. I have a responsibility to be a witness. Sometimes you can't look away. You have to be a witness. And you have responsibility to be a witness. That's what this is. Because um, she painted the first one as well, and it's very clear in the first album cover, like, the scenes of painting that she's done, um, like, on his face and on his clothes. To be honest, I always thought um, – I never thought that it was a painting. I yeah. always thought that the background was a painting, but it was a photo yeah. collage. I know you mean. I thought it was him, and then I thought they put pictures on top of it. I think she does multimedia stuff, so it might have been. May- it may have been. Um, That's but, fascinating. Yeah. So they incorporate these images of um, – yeah, of, of political action, of – things that are happening in our current times um, that affect us still and that we need to be paying attention to. And it is impossible to separate those images from the music. Like, it is so incorporated that it's in the album art. It is a part of his body. Uh, and I think that's really – I think that's really cool. And I think his mum's a wonderful lady and there's it's no wonder that, like, she raised him to be the way that he is mm. uh, and, like, the way they interact and the way that they talk about these things. Uh, it's very close and you can tell they've had a lot of discussions about it. You can tell that they both feel very strongly about helping refugees and helping, like, minorities and stuff. Like, they feel very strongly about it. Yeah. That's really nice. I like that a lot. Uh, In the same video, and I'll post this on the Twitter when the episode comes out, um, but uh, Rain thinks that Hosier treats his musical audience with great respect, which she thinks that people are hungry for. Because you have a lot of, um, like, not all pop music is garbage, obviously, but there's a lot of... um, sort of pre-packaged, uh, easy-to-consume kind of songs that people listen to. And uh, to have songs that are actually, like, this um, brand of apocalyptic and serious and political and uh, fueled by all these, like, passions and things, uh, I, she thinks is very welcome in the music industry, and that's why people like him. And it was cute because in the video, then Hosey was like, I don't agree with that. I'm a complete sellout. I'm garbage. And she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a very good mum-son energy. Aww. I love that. Uh, but I like the way that Hosey describes the album, and I left this to last, because I think it's interesting uh, if you uh, people listening want to go after this episode and then go listen to Wasteland Baby. This is a cute little 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 prelude. Little, little <laughs> Just a little teaser. So he describes it as, um, well, his mom describes it as a form of the contemporary sublime, which she paints in the style of as well. Uh, which uh, is representative of both a romantic apocalypse and an oops, we're all drowning, tally-ho boys apocalypse, which is how he described it. He's like, tally-ho boys. And I was like, oh, go where am I? Ireland. Um, so 
He describes Wasteland Baby. Uh, it looks at the great bonfire of our times. Some songs dance around the fire and have a bit of fun, and some songs scream into it, and some are right in the centre of it. But there's always a bit of a wry smile to it, I suppose. Oh. Because it is, and like I just said, Tally Ho Boys Apocalypse. Uh, it is this very Irish idea of, like, there's a very particular kind of rudeness that Ireland and Australia share in our uh, casual interactions with the public and socially. Um, and I think that's a really interesting uh, narrative to bring to an apocalypse. Uh, and I think, I mean, in and of itself, the album's really fascinating with how it deals with the apocalypse because there are songs like Wasteland Baby that are very uh, soft and lovely and warm hmm. dealing with the apocalypse and it, it makes a wasteland sound like an oasis for you to go with your lover to, even though it's the apocalypse. <laughs> but, like, there are other songs that are a bit more drastic about it. Um like no one fucks with my baby like it, it's really interesting how he describes it uh and how he incorporates that sort of mentality into how he writes music yeah. Yeah. Have, have any closing thoughts for us Shanae? i did i wanted to ask you i'd already done this um outside of this but i wanted I to ask you <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to ask you what your favorite song from his previous album was yeah okay so i have I mean, I like all of them. Shh, don't tell anyone. Uh, I like, um, there are two, uh, In a Week and Like Real People Do. Yes. Uh, because those are two, I like, it is, it is so overtly about people coming back from the dead, which is a weird energy mm. to bring to a love song. Cause they're both love songs. Cause, um, Like Real People Do is about, uh, someone uncovering a body. And, uh, Hosier, the, like, narrator of this, um, being like, honey, just put your sweet lips on my lips. Let's just kiss like real people do, because at least one of them's a zombie and the other one's some. Yeah. Because it's like, why were you digging here? What did you bury? Why did you uncover me? Did you kill me? Like, yeah. all of these sorts of weird, like, obsession themed lyrics. And then In a Week is about two bodies lost in the woods decomposing. And about how the animals start eating them and stuff. Mm. And it's a love song. <laughs> I love those as well. I was going to... Oh, I feel... I actually was just quickly looking at the song list because I listened to the album that so one. much that, like, I forget the names of the songs. It's like when you buy a CD and you, like, listen to the whole CD yeah. and you, so you don't, like, distinguish songs. Yeah. yeah. Um, I It sounds really boring, but I really like Jackie and Wilson and Eden. That is such a... I love it. Yeah. Both of those are such good picks. They're so good. This is so fucking great. Someone new is like, okay, I have to be in like a very, like, sometimes I'd be like, yeah, and sometimes yeah. like, oh, specific mood. And also, like, the music video is really cute. Yeah. And just, I love, like, the energy of, I fall in love. Just, it's very, like, <laughs> drunk in a yeah. bar, like, at 12. Yeah. <laughs> he really does make everything very romantic, but not in a way that's um, uh, making it less of what it is like he if he's when he's doing apocalyptic stuff he's being romantic about it in ways but, but he's still not so deathly yes it's like he and it's it's not necessarily a romanticization of dying but it's romantic and it's about death like they yeah. coincide not overlap 
It's very flourished. Yeah. 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 I, lo- I, I love Jack and Wilson. I think that's a great, and it's, it's, it's kind of funny. Like it's a comedic song and like the ending of it is, and like even the sound, like the brown, bam, brown. Yeah. <laughs> like, very plucky guitar. <laughs> yeah. I, I, which, oh my gosh, what's the song? See, here's, here it is because I don't actually, I can't even remember which song it is. The one where he's describing himself or a person at a bar watching like a cons, like watching someone perform and he like talks about how there's like a gross almost like stench of rape culture in the bar oh oh fuck Ooh. yeah oh shit i actually don't know Do, I, I am gonna admit every single time uh is it is it foreigner's gold foreigner's god yeah, yeah. every 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 time that song plays yeah skip it yeah every time i feel kind of bad i, I have no feelings about it i skip it <laughs> <laughs> well it's also vibe like you, yeah. you're not just gonna listen to a song that you don't like aesthetically yeah it's fine yeah um in in what is it uh i found something in the woods somewhere in the woods somewhere i think it's just called that um that's also a good one yes i re- like i think it is so crazy that um and like i mean even the fact that i could make a, a little quiz about to come up listeners uh about his stupid tweets that sound like i could have written them <laughs> And the fact that he's reached like internet success, suck, success, Zuckerberg, Zuck- success, success, uh, success over like a very short period of time with only just now two albums. This is his sophomore album. Like that's kind of fucking. Like some people can put out ten albums and not be half as popular. But I think it shows his reach and his dedication and his ideas are really beautiful um, and really reach a lot of people. I think uh, I think Rain is right, his mother, when talking about how people are starved for that kind of content. Yeah, because it's the difference between um, the audience, like, asking for so much and too much that it becomes overwhelming mm. and the audience just wanting, like, authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. I think he has a very unique, um, like, mixture of people as his audience that makes it so that it isn't overwhelming. Yeah. Like, he stayed, like, a fair distance away from people. Like, he doesn't get into any scandals or anything. Like, he isn't too involved. Like, he isn't pressured to conform to what people need from him people are just happy when he gives it just a little bog man from the woods he's just a little fairy i hate to be reductive but he is just a little bog man he's just a little elf fairy and he's coming in here to bless us with these music i love that someone made a whole (laughs) fucking post describing that there was an irish king from like the like BC like old times mm. uh, that was put in a bog because he's bog bodies because bog bodies, um and he was the same height as Hosier and was like recently discovered I think and everyone was like that was Hosier that was Hosier <laughs> I was like you guys gotta stop but I love it and also how he doesn't run from it like I think it was the Tumblr um ask and answer Q&A sort of thing. And the question was like, how do you feel about being named the Fay King of the music industry? Or like, how old are you actually? Or something like that. And he was like, oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's iconic. I, I was love like, that. Oh, yeah. That's the imagery that I'd want. Like, Of course. Like, like Florence and the Machine energy. If I was famous, I'd either want to be at the same level as that, the just people from Maroon 5. Backup members of Maroon 5, because you can still go to the grocery store and yeah. not get mobbed. Or Mitski or Hosea, or Hosea energy. Fuck yeah. Yeah, where people just 
yeah, you have a very specific niche, but that niche, like, broadens people. And also people who relate to it. Mm. You know, that like, even if you're, like, you know, a very famous musician and they're a fan, you know that you have things that you relate to with each other. Yeah. Especially with, like, people like Mitski with the sort of, like, mental illness and abuse and sort of, like, particular kinds of romance and feelings of, like, like the body and the self and self-consciousness and self-loathing and stuff. I feel like you'd always be able to relate to people that like your music. Yeah. Mitski also has big um, identity. Like she never really knows what is her. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I like that Mitski has a song called Nobody and Hosea has a song called Nobody. Energy. But did you know? God. (laughs) Did you know that Mac DeMarco just came out with a fucking album i just swore came out with an album i always run the podcast <laughs> came out with a an album fucking album that's essentially called it's not called be the cowboy but it's called like something with cowboy in it and he has a song called nobody in it that's supposed to be the biggest hit from the album what like so mitski posted it on her instagram and she was like ha ah, this is so funny like coincidences happen you know and everyone i saw all these verified people were commenting on being it. like bitch yeah being like um get that money mitski. sis yeah <laughs> they were like sis get mac demarco for all his worth Fucking snatch his wallet. He just snatch his wig. Do oh it. my god. <laughs> Scalp that. Fucking. <laughs> god. I know. Then how bold. I know. It's like watching. God, I'm so sorry. Watching the like Shane Dawson <laughs> conspiracy, like the Britney Louise Taylor, like online internet dating story of like he was clearly a scam artist. And, like, but why would he choose to target a YouTuber when it's super public? So, like, the nerve of a musician. Yes. Copying another musician's, like, very similar album title and track title. Like, coincidence. Very strange. Not even plural years apart. I did, Yeah. Like, months. Uh, yeah, months apart. Her album came out in, like, November, November. or something. Yeah. Wow. The nerve. <laughs> the nerve. Anyway, I'm really happy to be the first friend. The first of many, hopefully. Yeah, I would love to have more guests that aren't necessarily music related, but uh, we can have a fun conversation with yeah. anyway. I feel like um, the the sort of idea of this podcast being that we are both not professionals <laughs> talking mm-hmm. about music, but in a fun and approachable way, I think it lends itself to having guests over. Yeah. Just like my friend, Sinead. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me, Shanae. Yeah. Would you uh would you like to take it to the break? Me? Yeah. <laughs> You're driving us there. How? <laughs> Get in the car. I'm in the car. <laughs> All right. I'm in the car. Brum, brum. Hi everyone, it's me, Mars, emerging mysteriously from the dark veil known as the break. I wanted to thank Shanae for coming on the show and taking over for me for a bit. Uh, I, I mean, I wasn't there, but I did edit it, and it was a, it was a, a very fun, it was very fun to listen to. So, thank you so much. Uh, I want to use this opportunity to, uh, shout out some of the podcasts on the network really quick. Uh, first off, I want to talk about Calm Radical. Com Radical is a new show on the network, with its first episode having dropped uh, just last week. 
It's a educational show about all things socialism. Uh, but don't worry, it's also funny. Uh, the hosts Haley and Johnny try to make try to make socialism as a uh, as a political concept easy to digest through through comedy and jokes and stuff. It's good shit, yo. They uh, they update every other Thursday. So yeah, make sure that you check out these and other great shows at LunarLightStudio.com. Oh, also, uh, Lunar Light is now doing incoming transmissions. Uh, if you have a personal or a business message that you would like to uh, have read out on one of the shows on the network, you can find all of the information about that at LunarLightStudio.com slash incoming hyphen transmission. Uh, that's LunarLightStudios.com slash incoming hyphen transmission. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. And uh, let's get back to it with... Uh, with with me this time. With me this time. Hey, this is going to be a long episode. You can already see that. You can already see that by the timestamp, but I'm just in the middle of it editing right now, and it's going to be a long one. Hey, Reed. Hey, Brittany. Hey, all of you out there in podcast land. This is What You Call It. A podcast about life, liberty, and the pursuit of nerdiness. Here's what people are saying about it. Oh, have you heard of the What You Call It? Hey, that... That is my favorite podcast it is right now. So good. It is better than a tater tot hot dish. Well, I can't believe that for a second. You know, it's one of those big Midwest fancy things. A Midwest fancy thing? Yeah, I don't know what that is, but okay, yeah, that's but what yeah. it is. <laughs> you're gonna love it, though. Oh, you're have, just gonna love have it. Have you heard Brittany talk about being from California? Oh, have you heard Reed talk about being from the Midwest? Well, I never. And for crying in the soup, for would you just listen to the, the show? Soup. Don't take their word. Take a listen to the show. Yeah, blah, blah. We're the show. And remember, folks. Your belly button is your old mouse. Listen. From LunarLightStudio.com. What up, gamers? Stop doing that. Are there any I, I, gamers in the crowd? <laughs> Are there any geeks? Help, this man is dying. Is Are there anyone? any geeks in the crowd? Are there, are there any geeks or gamers in the crowd? <laughs> oh, my lord. Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back, uh, by all technicalities. By all technicalities, welcome back. Um, so what's interesting is that, A, I'm here instead of Shanae. <laughs> Hi, Miles. Uh, you're back. Hi, I'm back. Why did you trap me in that forever prison? Because the only way that I can talk to Shanae is if you're in the forever prison. <laughs> That's a rule. Uh, and and also, we're recording this part first, um, so yes, I have no idea how the, the first half of this episode went. Hopefully good, hopefully usable. Is what the, my 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 hope is I, like you know when you go into a uni class or like any sort of college high school class no. and you're like I'm aiming for a fucking C <laughs> like, I want to pass I want to yeah, get a good pass know, yeah. going and that's what I'm hoping for I'm hoping for a salvageable iPhone recording. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you have a good micro. As long as one of you has a good microphone, we're balancing it out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, um, so I mean, not going to get into all of the details, but like, you know, you weren't feeling super like into doing a a hosier record, which well, I think is valid. Uh, uh, it's it's not really 
that I, I'm having kind of like a the truth of the matter is is I'm having like a really like not great mental health day. No. Uh and uh we don't really have any op- like cuz here's the ideal for me is like I I would have wanted to be a part of the like main section of the Hosier episode. Yeah. Um but like uh, we can't record um uh any later and uh I was having kind of a moment. I don't know. I'm not gonna get into it. That's Fucking, it's my life. That's it's now or never. I ain't gonna play forever. 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 <laughs> that sounded so bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but sorry. So because you're having kind of a rough, a rough moment, which like we've mm-hmm. like I've also like solo recorded before. Like it's fine. We work around it. But because right. um, you're not going to be in the first half, uh, mm-hmm. I thought it would be a fun idea if I could play a little game with you. Oh, with my friend okay. Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm excited. Yeah. So uh, this segment is uh, Hosier versus Miles. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> because Hosier says the darndest things. <laughs> okay. So j- I'm sorry. So not to jump the gun. Mm. But this is going to be a a hoser quote versus a you quote. Mm-hmm. Did you go back and like find your own quotes? Yeah, <laughs> dude, fuck yeah, yeah. So this. it's either from uh, Hosier's Twitter or from my Twitter or Tumblr. Um, oh, okay, that's easier. I was thinking like quotes that you made in the show. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, that Cause, is because I was like hell. That's that would be a lot of effort. Oh my god, Mars! I can't wait until we do a fucking flashback episode when we do a a best bits, <laughs> uh, our our one hundredth episode, like uh, reflection or whatever. We're, yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do something for our year anniversary. I'm not sure. Oh uh, yes, I'm excited. Okay, uh, so would you like to hear the first quote? And I also randomized this, so this could this is in a totally weird sequence. So. Okay, right. I'm I'm excited about this. Okay, okay, here we go. I hope this is at least medium difficulty, but I had a lot of fun doing uh-huh. it, so I don't care. <clears throat> okay. Try imagine a world without Italian food. You can't, no way. And even if you can, it simply means you have an estranged relationship with pleasure and we've really nothing to say to each other. Good luck. <laughs> um, okay, I, I don't... Th- I'm going to say that's a hosier quote because I don't think that I've heard you talk too much about Italian food. I love um, Italian food. You, okay, you do love it. I mean, look. Italian Everyone loves food Italian is, food. <laughs> Italian food is objectively very good. Yes. Um, uh, but uh, I – oof. Ha, okay. Go with your heart. Can I, can I ask a, a question? Mm-hmm. For the quotes from you, mm-hmm. do they go back from before we were friends? No. Okay. Then I'm going to say it's a hosier quote. Okay. You are. Da, 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 da. Correct. It's a hosier quote. Hell yeah. Nice. Love that guy. <clears throat> okay. Number two. There are five, by the way. Number two. Okay. This one's, it might throw you for a curve. Like maybe I'm, ooh, maybe I'm pulling a little, ooh, you don't know. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh-huh. Suffer my carefree bops, planet Earth. That's a hosier quote. It is indeed a hosier quote. I I have seen that one. Mm -hmm. Number three. I wish to be but a small porcelain knickknack on God's fireplace. 
That's that's a you quote. I remember that quote. You are correct. All right. We're chugging through it. We're chugging through. All right. <clears throat> True compassion is more than flinging a coin at a beggar. It comes to see that an edifice which produces beggars needs restructuring. Hashtag Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Hmm. Now, this one's tough because mm. um, I know, I mean, I've heard the album. I've heard the album three times now. Nice. I know that her. I know that Hoser gets political. I know that's his whole. That's part of his whole deal. Mm-hmm. However, However, I th- I think that's a I think that's a you quote. I kind of remember it, and also that might just be a fake memory. Is that your final answer? Yeah. I'm sorry, Mars. That was Hosier. Ah, oh, damn. Well, oh, dang. He's big anti-capitalist. Love that guy. <clears throat> either way, I mean, I would say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. All right, last one, and this one is expert-level hard. You thought that last one was hard? This one's harder. All right. Not even God can unfat this pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, here's the thing. I do remember that. (laughs) I do distinctly, I think it was, hmm, was it in my high school yearbook? Hmm. (laughs) Can you imagine? I'm sorry, flipping through a yearbook and seeing not even God can unfat this pussy. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get a. I. I, I like. First off, I didn't even get a, a yearbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't buy one. Um, and and second, I did not get a quote in the yearbook. Yeah. Uh. So like. Uh. I don't know. I guess I didn't have a point to that story other than that, like, I was kind of a loser. <laughs> My school, like, I we technically had yearbooks. Like, it had, like, people in them and activities and clubs and stuff. But we never sure. had, like, a quote next to a picture. That wasn't ever a thing. I think it's just an America mm. thing. It might just be an America thing. It, it Actually, it might be a UK thing that we adopted. Oh, very true. Um, I, I don't... I don't know. You know what, Miles? I don't know. Oh, you don't know who was talking about unfatting their pussy? Oh no, I do. That that was you. I don't right. know. I don't know. I don't who, know about the yearbook but, thing. Okay. I don't know about the yearbook thing. I actually forgot that we were playing a game. <laughs> we're just talking as a friend. Uh, I mean, oh well, I, we're recording an episode right now. What? Oh, Hold on. Shit, <laughs> we were in the episode the whole time. Well, that was Hosier versus Miles. You did mm-hmm. pretty fucking good. Yeah, four out of five. Four out of five ain't bad. Four out of five is passing grade. <laughs> Dope. That was that was a fun one. I like that one a lot. I'm glad. I was uh, tossing up uh, between making you choose between if it was a Hosier quote or a uh, Martin Luther King Jr. quote, or if I should do something else. And then uh, Shanae suggested I do the Twitter thing. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. And so, boom. Nice. Right. Hell yeah. Hey, do you want to get into our favorite songs? Yeah, let's get into our new favorites. I believe you're uh, going. No, I'm. Wait, who's going first? Me. I think you're going first. Yeah. Um, uh, so, which Hosier song are you bringing? So I'm bringing for the second half. Uh, still weird. It's fine. Uh, so my song that I'm bringing is "Wasteland Baby" from "Wasteland Baby" by Hosier. Now, here's the thing. I disagree with your pronunciation of of the of of the song and. Oh, album. sorry. Wasteland Baby. Uh, that's pretty good. I would go with Wasteland, baby. <laughs> so go even more in. Okay. Wasteland, baby. 
I'm playing. Wasteland, I'm playing baby. Full out New Vegas. Yeah, we're we're. we're... <laughs> Honestly, if I had to describe, the album was ranked from the start. If I had to describe Wasteland Baby to someone who had never heard Ozia, I would say mm, Full Out New Vegas. Yeah, and it, you know what? It is actually very Full Out New Vegas, as it turns out. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I will uh, talk about in the first half. This is weird. Uh, he does have the, the four categories of horny, death, Catholicism, and political. Uh, uh-huh. And I feel like Fallout New Vegas also hits some of those notes. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it misses Catholicism, but I think it m- gets all of those other ones. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> so, Wasteland, baby. Wasteland, baby. <laughs> We slam baby. Oh, hey, now, baby. Now, now you got to say it like uh, Yogi Bear. Yeah, I was literally just thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, so, uh, Wasteland Baby. So, Hey, uh, Wasteland Baby is the 14th and final track on the album, which I think is an interesting choice for the placement of a title track. Uh, yeah. That doesn't often happen. Uh, usually it's one of the first three. Um, mm-hmm. At most, first five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, let's see. Yeah, I'll give this. Okay. So, Genius Lyrics user Crying Power, which is a reference to Nina Cried Power, had this to say. Wasteland Baby is about falling (laughs) in love. Hosea compares it to an apocalyptic event, but frames it in a way that is not necessarily negative, but more a new beginning. Falling in love is scary and major and might be destructive in some parts of life but it also comes with a multitude of new experiences, which I think describes the track really beautifully. It's a softer and slower sort of song to end the album. Uh, a lot of people theorized that it was going to be more, um, hmm, more, uh, choiry, maybe a bit more, uh, rocky, like some of these other tracks on the album. Uh, but I actually really like that it's a slow and soft end to the album. Uh, and I, I really enjoy that the whole album is about, uh, the apocalypse and its different interpretations. Uh, yeah, so I would love if we could give this a whittle listen. You know what? You know what, Miles? What? Let's give it a fucking big listen. Okay. Big listen energy. (laughs) Bleh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) All right. You good to go? Uh, I love uh, all that, because, um, like, on Spotify and shit, because now they're doing a thing where if you, like, artists can attach little videos to the song, so when you're, look like, listening to the song and looking at Spotify, it'll show you the little video. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. yeah. I, it's weird, and I kind of don't like it, but uh, all of the... Uh, like videos is just hosier hanging out underwater and like reading a Bible and it's cute. I uh, love it. it. It is cute and I do love it. And also, I never really noticed before this project that hosier uh kind of looks like me a little bit. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong is the thing. Hosier's also like six foot five or something crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's like a he's like a, a taller, more like like elder god version of me. Yeah, sure. And also a dude. Well, yeah, and also a dude. Um, but yeah, I and for because the the all the underwater sort of footage is from uh, his photo shoot that he did with his mum. Uh, mm-hmm. was her name Rain? 
and she's such a wonderful lady, and I'll talk about this in the first half, uh, more than likely. But that whole video is so cute because it's great seeing a, like, son and mom interacting, uh, and how he was just like, yeah, she was trying to drown me the whole time, and, like, <laughs> just doing all this, like, unreasonable bullshit. <laughs> it was really cute. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's give this song. Hey, let's give this song. It got very distracted. All right. And I love to let love see my end. Be moaning and shaking. Shown in the shaking. Lately, I'm always So, two things. One is related, one is not. Hit me. Uh, one, I love, uh, I, I genuinely love at the end of the song where he's just like, that's it. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. Yeah. And two, uh, this is the unrelated thing. Uh, <laughs> did you see the uh, newspaper uh, that, because, uh, you know, Pokemon Sword and Shield uh did you see the newspaper that that accidentally reported that there were three games coming out and it was pokemon sword shield and gun gun yeah 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 (laughs) yeah i love people making that joke (laughs) gun yeah i I love (laughs) i love that and i also love that it got to the point where somebody accidentally reported it as the The truth olds think that it's true (laughs) but Coming soon to Nintendo Switch, Pokemon Gun! (laughs) Pokemon Gun! Is it teaching America's youth about gun? (laughs) I I love, I think that all video game announcements from now on should be done in an old-timey radio voice. Oh, you like the announcer from Legend of Korra? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But, well, since Reggie's retiring, why don't I step up to do the announcements in my old-timey radio voice? You do have a very good old-timey radio voice, so, I mean, hmm, I reckon you Coming soon to Nintendo Switch. (laughs) So dumb. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) let's do a Pokemon episode. We can talk about it more. Okay. So. So. uh, I really like this song. Because uh, there are a couple reasons. Just because, like, I really like the production and I really like the lyrics because this is very overtly apocalyptic um, in that sort of soft apocalyptic sort of way uh, that uh, our generation is more inclined to. Yeah. Um, The sort of, like, the the nature retaking her place in the earth and people learning to live alongside it, like solar punk sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really like this track for a couple different reasons. One being, um, I like that throughout the album, there have been tracks with special guests, there have been tracks with choirs, there have been, like, tracks with a whole shitload of instruments in them, and with a lot of really detailed musical production. And I like the final song, and the song that shares a name with the album is like you're just sitting down with Hosier and he's playing you a song. You, it's suddenly very alone with him. Yeah. It's suddenly extremely personal. Um, and he's singing in the sort of soft, um, murmury voice. Uh, and, and it's just the acoustic guitar and sort of like these background sort of uh, ambient noises. Um, and like you said before, like it's both funny and really interesting how at the end he just says, that's it. And that's the end of the album. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's really beautiful. Um, 
it's I, I'm trying to connect it in my head. Like it's taken him uh five years now, mm-hmm. I believe, to write this uh other album. Uh and it's it's really interesting how like going from that album to this album, like it isn't like a huge uh shift in genre. But I I don't know, I really like how this last track sort of makes the album different, I guess, because it's more direct, it's more audience-specific. Because he said before that when the first album came out, he didn't understand why people liked it so much. And he still doesn't in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, but he has this fantastic way of really connecting with people in a very honest and personal manner. Um, yeah, so I, I really like this song. I think it's a really good uh, summary of the album because while it isn't like big horny or big Catholic, like it's soft and it, nice. It, it it is it is big tender. It's big tender. Uh yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I I really like um the I think they refer to it as a bridge on genius lyrics, and I suppose that's right because I don't know the difference between these seven terms. Shh. Um. <laughs> Who does? Uh, but I really like, um, <clears throat> and the stench of the sea and the absence of green are the death of all things that are seen and unseen, not an end, but the start of all things that are left to do. I think that's really mm. pretty. Yeah, that is really pretty. All right. Well, do you have anything to say about this? Well, Hoser said fuck. We let him say fuck once and now he's gone mad with power. <laughs> that was um, me in primary school. People let me say fuck and now I've gone mad with power. Mm, mm. Uh, anyway, <laughs> have, I ever, have I ever told you about how, when I was a kid, uh, my sister would, cause she's a few years older than me, she would like, <laughs> she was getting to that age where she was like, st- uh, starting to like, know what swear words are, and she was saying them a lot, and my oh, parents sure. didn't really care. <laughs> okay. They, I mean, they did, but like they did also didn't really. They didn't uh, stop you. They didn't. They didn't stop her okay. at all. Uh, like they, tr- they tried like a couple of times, but like my dad would have let it slide so much that my mom just gave up. Anyway, uh, I, uh, I, I was, I, they were, my parents were sitting on the couch, mm-hmm. and I walked up to them. And I made a grand declaration. And I said, Mom, Dad, I think I should be allowed to say crap. <laughs> Let Mom say crap. Uh, How old were you? I was like eight or ten. <laughs> Do you want to hear my cussing stories? Uh, go ahead. I have two. One's very short. One day I went up to my brother and I asked him, hey, what what, what does bitch mean? And he said, don't say that in front of mom. And then he left. Um, and then my second story is I was listening to this song and I can't remember who it's by, but it's called Foxtrot Uniform Charlie Kilo. You probably know it. Um, mm-hmm. and of course that means, uh, fuck in the, uh, the, uh, what's it called? The radio alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. Uh, and I was in Scouts at the time, and I was like, uh-huh, I can spell. Uh, so I wrote it down on a piece of paper. I was like, Oh, I think you've told the story on the show. Maybe. But then I wrote it down on the back of a Furby certificate. Oh, no. This part you haven't told. Yeah, it was on the back of a Furby certificate, and then my parents found it and said, You can't do that! And I was like, I don't know what it means, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> Uh, 
Anyway, so, what's your favorite? I mean, so good. So, what is happening? So, so, so my new favorite, mm-hmm. and you'll have to forgive me on this. I one, won't. Is Anata Watashi Daita Ato Gome no Meshi. I don't forgive you. <laughs> I don't. I, I, yeah? Okay. Elaborate. By, by uh, Otobake Beaver. Beaver really jumped out there. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. Um, uh, and according to Google Translate, that title means After Me, You Are the One After Me. Okay. Who knows? Uh, not, uh, <laughs> notably, that's not what Otoboke Beaver means. No. Um, but that is what, what those words that I um, maybe said. Uh, do you want to do you want to do it again just for your friend Miles? Well, yeah, because you you studied uh you studied a little bit of Japanese for, for four years, yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll see how this goes. Uh, anata watashi daita oto yome no meshi. It really is a full old sentence, huh? It really is. Yeah, I love that. Um, God, so, this is watashi no hobokura with the wanagide paidas all over again. What? Remember my hovercraft is full of eels. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I just didn't recognize it because you said it in a language that I don't speak. Mm, I also didn't say it with any affectation, like I was saying a sentence. Yeah. Watashi no hobokura for the wanagide paidas. Fucking robot. Anyway, what's up with Anyways. this song? Uh, so, uh, Otoboke Beaver is a four-piece Japanese aggressive rock band. Ooh. Uh, they've been in operation since, uh, 2009, and they fucking kick ass they so slap. goddamn hard. Uh, this is some high-speed punk rock action. Um, also, uh, they apparently got their name from a from a love hotel that was near one of their high schools. Yes! God, I was hoping. I was hoping I, the beaver would play into it somehow. God, that is horrendous. You know, I didn't even really make... Here's the thing. It's like pussy? No, I, I got that. Mars, it's it about took, pussy? <laughs> it took me a minute, but I got that. But, here's the thing. Or it's not, that's weirder. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I'm not aware of pussy. True, but also, mm. uh, I'm not aware of if, like, beaver is even known to be a euphemism for for that for your for that particular bit. Maybe uh, they. What's funnier? They don't know, or they didn't know. <laughs> you know. Now, 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 you say. Oh, are you saying that they that they they still don't know? Yeah, is it funnier if they just still don't know, or if they discovered it, or if they always knew? Well, it's a love hotel. I don't think, you know, like even if even if it was an accident, I think that they were like, if they found out later, they would have been well, like I guess I guess that makes sense. I guess they'd be fine. like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's all right. For a punk band, I think that's a pretty good name. It is, yeah. Uh, although, yeah, they're basically the opposite of what people came to this episode for. But it's the last <laughs> song. It's a palate cleanser. Okay. Uh, that's not how palate cleansers work, but I, I'm in a what? Uh, it's like, you know... <laughs> palate cleansers well, are before you have more. Like ginger. Well, presumably they could be going to listen to more podcasts on the lunar light network after they're all right, done all right all right all right all right <laughs> can we give this song a little listen or what 
I'm not even halfway done. Hell with my, yeah. With my, uh, like, initial notes. So, like, Thank God. Lord. I haven't even started talking about the song. Please. Um, so, they've released uh, a compilation album as well as several EPs and a few singles. Um, this song in particular came out in 2018 and it Ooh. owns. It fucking slaps. It rules. Um, uh, also, I want uh, both of us to really quickly uh, yeah. look at the uh, song art for this one. Hit me, baby, one more time. With that art, I should clarify. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So it, the the uh, art is a drawing of a woman uh, in a wedding dress uh, sitting down at a table eating spaghetti with the most indescribably perfect look on her face. It's really good. It's a really unbelievably good face. I just don't even, over it. <laughs> I, do, I do not know how to describe this face. Blase. It's very blasé. She's pushing her cheek up, like, incredibly yeah. far. Tired. Uh, happy to be eating spaghetti, probably. Probably a little bit happy to be eating spaghetti, but probably like she not got, what she like wanted she got, to be doing that day. No, it's like she got left at the altar, but she yeah. doesn't really care too much. <laughs> She's getting over it. She's just like, yeah, of course that would happen. She's like, all right, well, yeah. on to the next town. Yep. After I'm done all with right. the spaghetti, it's time to ditch the body. <laughs> I love that. Love this narrative. Yeah, we're All weaving right. a we're weaving a tight narrative for this uh for this art. Let's hey 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 hey. hey. Let's listen to okay. this song. I'm gonna try say it. <clears throat> okay, please do. Anata otashi daito ato yome no meshi. I don't know how the pronunciation would be because there's no fucking punctuation. Like there's no toes. There's no like. There's only there's no, no toes. There's no, there's no like. There's no toes. There's no like if and. Should in, there be a, toes, the, Miles? Yeah, there's gonna be toes. Anata watashi daita ato yome no meshi. Is that how the song goes? Uh, you're close. Let's listen to it. All right. So apparently, the song title translates to, after making love to me, you eat your wife's cooking. Huh, it's weird that we got two different translations. Well, I mean, I, I, it's in an article. Oh, okay. Uh, an official translation. Um, hmm. Sometimes, uh, it depends, like, what translation service you use, but sometimes it, like, turns the words... Because Japanese has so many alphabets and like right, you can use them yeah. in different ways that like sometimes the words just aren't that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it's um, energy. This is the energy I'm bringing into 2019. This is the energy. <laughs> it's March. I'm fully not, but like <laughs> that was so fun. I love that. I love that they're a, a four piece girl band because uh, I looked yeah. at the like a, a photo of them. Mm-hmm. Uh girl punk bands are just like the fucking peak of music. Absolutely, um, absolutely. God, that was good. Tell me more about this 
this band slash song? This song commands your full fucking attention every single second it's playing. Yeah. The song is impossible to not listen to. You gotta listen to it when you're when it's playing. Yeah. Uh, it's this really fast speed rock going at approximately 2,000 fucking miles per hour. Uh, I, I legitimately, I feel like I'm in a goddamn wind tunnel when I'm, when I'm listening to this song. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it, uh, you can't, you, it's, you, you're so distracted by it. Absolutely. In a good way. Absolutely, yeah. Like, it, it, like, especially if you're, like, listening with, like, headphones, it yeah. is, like, just takes up your whole, like, all of your senses. God, can you imagine seeing this live? Oh, God. It would, like, oh, like tear the goddamn place down. That would death wall right there, right then. Yeah. Um, Enjoy that. Uh, this song has, like, a lot of really interesting and memorable moments in the production. Um, mm-hmm. I love that part where it all cuts out and they just start clapping to the beat. Yeah, I really like that. That was really fun. Um, it, yeah, it's just really fun and, and exciting to listen to. Um, I've been listening to uh, more of their music too. They they have a uh, three song EP released in 2017 called Bakuro Book. Um, Bakura from Yu-Gi-Oh Book. G- called uh, Baruto Book. Called <laughs> Bardo's Dad Book. Uh, it, uh, <laughs> uh. And I've been I've been totally l- loving that uh, that EP too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking look. If if you liked the little clip that I played uh, in the episode, uh, you are definitely gonna like their whole shit. Um, yeah, there it like it legit like it legitimately just do- there's there's nothing bad. There's nothing there's nothing bad to or, or rather like. You know, what am I even saying? Who am I? <laughs> I don't know who you are. Also, apparently they were at Coachella. Good energy. Hell yeah. I, was, uh... Oh, so fun. I'm definitely gonna listen to these after the episode. Yeah, you've gotta. You gotta. You gotta. It also, it really reminded me of this, uh, also Japanese punk band called Maximum the Hormone that I really enjoy. Dude, so that's just, a fucking awesome name. Oh, Maximum the Hormone, yeah. Maximum My favorite the song hormone. of theirs. My favorite song of theirs is a song called Choo Choo Lovely Muni Muni Mura. Mm-hmm. Um, high energy. It's really, I'll send it to you. If you like Please this song, do. you'll like that song. Sounds um, good. Oh, it's very fun. Also, this co- yeah. like this um, group photo that I'm looking at of them is like so colorful and so good. I'm like, I'm s- kind of sad that you bought it for this episode, honestly, because I wish I could have redrawn that spaghetti bride. Uh, here's, here's the thing. My suggestion for uh this uh for the episode art is hosier as the spaghetti bride (laughs) if people see that thumbnail they're not gonna know what the episode's about just and then you can (laughs) i'm gonna cry i mean we have established that he likes italian food Mm -hmm. he likes italian food uh you (laughs) You could also draw him underwater eating the spaghetti. I don't that's know how fucking gross. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all I really got to say on that's this song, which I'm not going to say the name of again. Oh, you don't want to say? Um, hang on. And that's how I Yeah, you do it. That's fine. I was going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. 
Oh, you mean you don't want to say after making love to me, you eat your wife's cooking? <laughs> I Here's the thing, because I thought, just running it through Google Translate, I thought that it was um, after me, you're the one after me. Um, hmm. But... The actual translation is way better if it's yeah. if it's true. It's um like a for there's a Mitski song um uh first uh first love late spring uh mm-hmm. which like the chorus has a line uh munegaha chiki esode uh which uh when you grant through Google Translate it says I want to cut my breasts off or like I want to something like that um it's a really sad song uh but the actual translation is like i can't get this weight off my chest or like Mm. i can't breathe because of this weight on my chest um yeah so yeah google translate bad for japanese (laughs) yeah google translate the technology is not here's the thing it doesn't seem like the google translate technology has improved really in the last like five years nope uh Anyway, that's all I really got to say about it. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Yeah, which you're right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> ah. um, oh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, 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 uh... yeah, <sighs> me too. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us for the Hosier slash uh autoboke beaver special um uh mostly ho- it's like 70 75 percent hosier mm-hmm. uh probably even more leaning to, to 80 yeah because Le- leaning quiz. to 80 um, um and you know like i'm just a little i'm like my my song was just just a little just a little after dinner mint yeah uh yeah i i i obviously i'm recording the second uh, the the first half rather in a couple hours but i'm sure i had a blast with my lovely best friend um mm-hmm. and uh yeah i mean god i like wasteland baby a lot thank you so much for listening to artificial ghost radio if you have a suggestion for next week's show have a song you want to recommend to us or you just have some feedback uh you can find us on twitter at art pod or at our gmail at art pod at gmail.com we do a listener suggestion special every couple of months, just like we did last week, uh, to talk about songs uh, sent in. Uh, we are a proud member of Lunar Light Studio uh, at LunarLightStudio.com and at LunarLightHQ on Twitter. If you want to support us and the network financially, you can find our Patreon at Patreon.com slash LunarLightHQ. You can also give us a rating on Apple Podcasts if you like. If you like the show, please share it with a friend. It would really mean a lot to us. Thank you once again for listening, and we will see you on the other side. But this time, you know where the other side is. It's in a bog. <laughs> the door goes into a bog. Because Hosea, we're in a bog. The door always goes to a... Can, can, we, can we go to somewhere that's not a bog with the frizz? No way! Lunar Light Studio Pretty, witty, and gay